You are Locked On College Football, your daily podcast on all things college football. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome in to the Thursday edition of Locked On College Football right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. My name is Kevin McGuire. I'm the host of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast, and we're going to have a fun show today. But before we get into everything that we're going to go through today, I want to let you know that Rock Auto has amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Make sure you visit rockauto.com and tell them that Locked On sent you. And while you're at it, make sure you are subscribed to this podcast on all of your favorite podcasting apps, whether it's radio.com or Spotify. If you're checking us out on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts, whatever you're using to listen to your podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a rating, leave a review. It really helps us out across the network. And of course, with everything that we're doing right here on this Locked On College Football Podcast, there's no off-season for us if you haven't noticed that. We're still ticking five days a week. That's going to continue moving forward as well. As we continue to start to look forward to what's going to happen in the spring and eventually over the summer and hopefully again, once again, in the fall. And of course, there's a lot of time between now and the start of the 2021 season, as it's currently scheduled. And one of those things that's coming up on that traditional off-season schedule is spring football practices. Now, I don't know how much you've been paying attention to what's been going on here, but we are starting to see schools put out their spring practice schedules, which is a good sign. We're seeing some schools tentatively scheduling their spring football games, as you know, of course. A year ago, around this time of year, is when things started to go off the rails as far as this whole pandemic. And, of course, that shuttered the entire sports calendar basically for an indefinite amount of time. Uh, It happened right as uh, college basketball, the, the conference tournaments were going on and getting ready to go into the college basketball tournament. And, of course, uh, spring football practices were also being shut down as well. Some teams didn't even get a spring practice or they got one or two. Uh, a lot of programs didn't get a chance to have their spring football game. So we all know that the spring football schedule last year was a complete mess if there was one at all. And now we're starting to move forward. Now, obviously, I think that it is wise for every school to at least have a plan to go out and perform your spring football routine, whatever that may be for your individual school. And there's really no reason to go to plan B or plan C just yet. You know, have them tucked away in case you need them. But for right now, there is absolutely no reason why you shouldn't be going forward with uh, projecting what you're going to do with your spring schedule. Uh, And, you know, if you have to call an audible, so be it. But there is absolutely nothing wrong. In fact, I believe it is absolutely the way to go right now as you're turning the page or moving forward. Uh, We know that, um, you know, the pandemic has not gone away, (laughs) but, you know, maybe things are getting better. Maybe they're getting worse, whatever the case may be. We know that uh, we're all trying to find different ways to continue moving on with different senses of normalcy. And I think for a lot of football programs, it'll be nice to kind of get back into that routine a little bit if you can. Of course, having all the precautions and the, the, uh, the, the medical precautions laid out, you all know what's going in to the spring football schedule and maybe the experience of going through everything that went down last year maybe that's going to be a benefit you know maybe you do something differently maybe you are at least a little bit more aware of what could potentially happen with your team your program uh you know reducing the the spread all that good stuff of course you know there were a lot of lessons that we could have learned from uh, what we saw last spring last summer and of course last fall so now you get a chance to kind of build on that experience and I, i think that's going to be one of the keys 
for some programs going into the fall because good coaches will learn their lessons. Great coaches will build upon them. And I think that's one of the reasons for some programs being a little bit more successful than other programs over the course of the sports history. And I think now going through the 2020 season the way that everybody did, you know, whether or not you played, whether you had a, a full schedule, reduced schedule, whatever the case may be, you now know exactly what you're dealing with. So now you go into your spring, you put together your plan, and a lot of programs are you know still going through the workouts and the off-season conditioning, all that stuff, which is good to see. Now, obviously, we always hope that everybody's going to be able to go through everything with minimal risk, <laughs> minimal additional risk, I should say, to what is already kind of a risky proposition as far as playing football is concerned. So that's good news as far as I'm concerned. You know, If you're looking for a ray of light, and some sense of optimism, something to look forward to, Spring football, at least for now, looks like it's going to be continuing. Now, of course, there's also FCS football, which kicked off last weekend, and we're going to get more of that in the coming weeks. And that's always something that's going to be fun to pay attention to. And I don't know how much we'll actually dive into that from time to time, but I do think that it's certainly good to see. And here's hoping that we are able to have that 2021 season. Let's start with the spring, right? Before we even worry about what's going to happen in the fall, let's get through the spring. So these spring football practices are going to get started if they haven't already from school to school, from conference to conference. Let's see what happens because now's the time of year when those spring football practices are going to start getting underway. And of course, by mid-April, the end of April, we'll have seen hopefully a bunch of spring games. Now, whether or not fans are going to be able to attend these games, you know, <laughs> that's up to the schools, I'm sure. But it is going to be at least something that we're looking forward to seeing uh, potentially be able to play out. Could be us. We didn't get a lot of it last year. Let's at least hope we get some more of it this year. On that same note, or a related note, I should say, I just want to throw in a couple of quick news and updates. We do know that the American Football Coaches Association is recommending to take a look at providing harsher penalties for faking injuries. This has been a little bit of a gripe for a long time now in college football. I think we all see video of players faking an injury. And I'm not saying that everybody is faking an injury, but there are some pretty obvious cases where a player is either deciding or being instructed to fake an injury and stop that clock from running, kind of uh, pause the momentum of the opponent. And it is something that needs to be dealt with. I don't know how you deal with it, but it's at least good to know that the coaches association is going to at least start to take this a little bit more seriously moving forward. I don't know. Again, I don't know what the right solution here is, if there is one, but I would love to hear what you guys have to say. So make sure you reach out to us on our Twitter account, Locked On CFB. And uh, real quick, also, the NCAA has extended the recruiting dead period now through May 31st as of right now. It seems as though this dead period continues to be extended every couple of months. And here's the situation we are right now as we're getting into the spring, which is generally a pretty good opportunity for a lot of schools to do some face-to-face -face recruiting. That's going to be shut down once again. This is the second straight spring where that evaluation period is going to be cut off by the NCAA. Now, understandably so. I'm not ripping the decision to do that, but uh, it's going to hurt a lot of high school prospects, not get uh, some of the opportunities that a lot of them could probably benefit from, from having these uh, opportunities in the spring. And you know, if this carries into the summer, we'll see. But I, I think it is a shame for a lot of high school players. Now, this isn't going to necessarily hurt a program like Alabama or Ohio State. You know, those schools on that kind of caliber, they're not going to have trouble recruiting. 
this ultimately hurts the high school player that is going to be overshadowed by some other player, but some other three, four, five star player. You're, you're talking about the lower ranked uh, player prospects that aren't going to get some of the same opportunities to interact with coaches and show what they can do. And who knows what that means in the grand scheme of things. Again, hopefully this is just a relatively short-term solution. And I think it's one that needs to be made. I'm not ripping the decision by the NCAA to extend the dead period. I totally get it. But this is having a little bit more of a lasting impact for a lot of players that are being or going through the recruiting process right now. Going back to last year, you've got two straight springs. We obviously lost last summer, last fall, this winter. And if this carries on, you could be talking about another summer where that extended dead period uh, continues. So it is a detriment to the high school recruit going through the recruiting process. But again, it's a decision that I think has to be made by the NCAA. And uh, that's the situation we are right now. All right, coming up in our next segment, we're going to start digging through football school or basketball school. You guys were kind enough to shoot off a number of schools, and I was overwhelmed with some of the responses. We're going to try and rip through a whole bunch of them, and I'm going to weigh in and tell you whether or not school A is a football school or a basketball school. So this is the Thursday edition of Locked on College Football, and I am taking another snow day off from work because we're getting slammed by some winter weather outside. I know a lot of people are around the country are bracing with a whole bunch of different weather conditions. Well, if you need to hit the road in these harsh weather conditions, now is a great time to make sure your car is fully equipped for all that the weather has coming your way. And the best way to do that is at rockauto.com. They're the family business that has been in business for 20 years, serving customers all of their auto parts needs directly through their website. They do know exactly what it takes to satisfy the customers with a smooth, easy, painless transaction experience. All you have to do is go to their website, rockauto.com, you enter the make and model of your car or your truck, and it brings you up the entire catalog of everything they have available specifically for your vehicle. If you're overwhelmed when you walk into an auto parts store, you don't really know exactly where you're looking or how to break down exactly what you're looking at, don't have to worry about that with rockauto.com because they will tell you exactly everything that is available for your specific vehicle. So go check it out for yourself, rockauto.com, enter the make and model of your car, find out all the parts that they have available for you. And of course, they're going to give you the best prices available. It doesn't matter if you're a professional or somebody who knows nothing about cars. As long as you know them, what car you're driving, you can get help from rockauto.com. So once again, go to rockauto.com, see all the parts available for your car or truck, and don't forget to write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with the brand new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts a breakdown of the biggest sports stories with analysis from all of our local experts across the Locked On Podcast Network. So start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're at it, make sure you are subscribed to Locked On College Football. Leave both shows your ratings and reviews. It really helps us out as we continue to grow these podcasts. We have a lot of great stuff happening across the Locked On Podcast Network. And I feel very fortunate that I was able to reach out to members of this Locked On uh, Podcast Network family to get some suggestions for some schools to break down in our next segment here. So, like I said... We're going into the spring, which means obviously spring football, but it also means that we're getting ready for college basketball tournament time. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Now, like I said before, uh, 
college basketball tournament was kind of wiped off the map last year. I'm hoping that that's not the case once again this year. But I always find it interesting around this time of year to kind of break down some of the different schools and weigh in on whether or not they're actually a football school or a basketball school. You know this conversation, right? You always talk about a school and you say, oh, that's definitely a football school. They don't care about basketball. Or it's just the opposite. You go to the school and all they talk about is basketball. Basketball, basketball. You know, They'll have some football games, but it's all about the basketball team. So I wanted to take a look at some of the schools that you guys suggested and see whether or not I feel like they're more football schools or basketball schools. And we'll have a little bit of fun with it for some of these schools because I want to take a look at overall throughout the course of history, whether or not they're more considered a football or basketball school. I think some are much easier to answer than others. And then I also, for some of these schools that were mentioned, I want to take a little bit of a smaller microscope at this and kind of look at within the last couple of years and see where they currently are in both regards because I do think that there are some interesting answers here. And we're going to kick things off with... Indiana. Indiana was uh, mentioned to me by Scott Strassmeyer. If you follow Navy football, you certainly know that guy's name. Big Indiana guy as well. So I do think that Indiana is a very good way to kick this one off. Now, I know that my pal Ben Stevens, I'm going to get to him in just a minute. Uh, he is a big fan of Indiana and Michael Penix Jr. and all that. And it's very easy to see right now. Indiana is absolutely right now this second a football school in 2021. Now, historically, of course, this is a basketball school. There's no question about that. The basketball successes uh, within this program in Bloomington far outweigh any small microcosm of success Indiana has had on the football field. But if you just take a look at the last 365 days or the last 700 days or the last 1,000 days, I think there's a lot more reason to believe that Indiana has something working for them on the football field than they do in basketball. So I'm going to say, historically, yes, Indiana is absolutely a basketball school. That's not going to change. Not in that state. However, if you look at just over the course of the last 365 days, I'm going to say Indiana is absolutely a football school. I know they didn't win their bowl game, but they they had one of the most successful seasons they've had in a long time. Tom Allen is doing something right. So yes, historically, Indiana basketball school. Right now, football school. Let's stay in the Big Ten. Uh, a few of you mentioned this one, and I figured this was going to be the case. The Michigan Wolverines. All right, obviously, very successful in both sports historically. Uh, probably more known for their football, but you know, certainly a lot of success on the basketball court as well. And I think if you take a look at them right now, the answer is pretty simple. This is a basketball school. Okay, Michigan basketball has far, been far more consistent uh, as far as wins and competing for Big Ten championships than they have been on the football field in quite some time. So I'm going to suggest that Michigan historically, if you have to choose between the two, I'm going to say a football school. I don't think there's much debate about that. But obviously, in the last few years, it's very easily a decision that has to go towards basketball. So I think that Michigan football is always going to be pretty relevant as far as the national conversation is concerned. Even when they have their down years, people are still talking about them. And maybe that's a Jim Harbaugh thing. But I do think right now, Michigan, absolutely basketball school. So you say what you will. I'm, that's where I'm going with it. Uh, make sure you check out Locked On Wolverines, by the way. <laughs> so I'm just going to throw that plug in there. And uh, you know, I'm going to also stay in the Big Ten here because... My pal Ben Stevens, you can hear him right here on Locked On College Football. He's also the host of the Locked On Big Ten podcast. And I think he's just playing with me because he wanted to know what I thought about Penn State. Uh, yeah, Penn State's a football school. Penn State will always be a football school. Penn State will never be a basketball school. I'm just going to leave it at that. 
And then there's Andrew Wade, host of the Locked On Hawkeyes podcast. You can also hear him on Locked On College Football. He got a little greedy with his requests, if I'm just going to say so myself. Uh, he sent me a list of eight or nine schools. I didn't even count them, how many he had. But I'm going to go blitz through them for you right now in no specific order. Let's talk about Tennessee. Yeah, that's a basketball school, I think. <laughs> I think Tennessee is a basketball school right now. I think you can say a lot of the same things for Tennessee as we did with Michigan. Certainly, historically, I look at Tennessee much more as a football school, but uh, recent years, Tennessee football hasn't been all that great. And basketball, I know they uh, had a loss uh, last weekend against LSU, but this is still a program that seems like they are much more in a stable spot than their football program. Uh, but yeah, Tennessee is a women's basketball school, so I'm just going to put that there. Let's head into the Big 12 with this request, and he wants to know Iowa State, Kansas State. I'm going to say that both are basketball schools. I think Iowa State's probably more a basketball school, and Kansas State might be more of a football school if I had to go one way or the other there. But honestly, I, I'm not really sure which way to go on Kansas State. I'm not really a Kansas State or a Big 12 expert, so if anybody out there wants to kind of clue me in on which way to go with Kansas State, I'm all here for it. Hit us up on Twitter, locked on CFB, or you can find me on Twitter at Kevin on CFB. Let me know which way I should be going with Kansas State. Same with Iowa State. Now, my gut instinct is to go with Iowa State as a basketball school, but again, I, I could be swayed easily the other way. Uh, going into the SEC, he wants to know about Vanderbilt. You know, Vanderbilt, it's not a football school. Is it a basketball school? Uh, I, I don't really know where to go with Vanderbilt either, to be honest with you. So I'm going to stray away from that one a little bit and let you guys decide on that one. Uh, a couple in the Big Ten, he wants to know Minnesota and Wisconsin. Uh, I think Wisconsin's easily a football school. I know their basketball program is really good, but when I think of Wisconsin, I think tailgating at Camp Randall Stadium, I think jump around, I think uh, all those strong running backs they've had over the years. They've got some Heisman Trophy winning running backs. There's no way I'm not going against uh, Wisconsin as a football school. Wisconsin is a football school. Minnesota, on the other hand, I'll entertain your arguments here because I'm not really sure which way I want to go with here. And I've already made the decision that a couple of people kind of uh, instructed me not to do this, but I'm already ruling out uh, the definition of a hockey school because Minnesota is absolutely a hockey school uh, because I don't really know which way to go, football or, or uh, basketball in Minnesota. My gut instinct is probably to go football because they do have some national championship glory years back in the 1940s. But, you know, again, that's historically... Uh, if we're talking much more recent, you know, maybe maybe Minnesota could be a football school because I think PJ Fleck has turned some things around. But you know, I, I'm I'm kind of curious to see which way you guys would go on Minnesota. My gut instinct again is to go football school, but it's clearly a hockey school. But again, we eliminated that from discussion. Let's hop into the Pac-12 coming up in our next segment because a few of you guys want to know what I have to say about a bunch of Pac-12 schools. So we'll get to those Pac-12 schools. I do have a couple other schools that are going to be fun to close it out. Uh, you know, you may be surprised by my answer with one of them. So we're talking football, we're talking basketball. It's a good time to remind you that now is a great time to stay involved with the online betting. With Bet Online, it's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. It doesn't matter if you're looking for some college hoops, some NBA action, maybe some NHL action. Heck, you can probably even place a couple bets on some FCS football games coming up this weekend and in the weekends to come. And of course, Bet Online has you covered for award shows, TV shows, reality TV shows. Bet Online has real time updated odds and props on just about anything you can possibly imagine. They've got you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. 
That's why it is the best place to place your bets, and it's totally free to sign up, and they also have a deal that you're not going to find on any other sports gambling website out there. I promise you this is the best deal in the game right now. If you sign up for your free account on betonline.ag today and use the promo code LOCKEDON, they're going to give you a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit. It doesn't matter how much you put into that first deposit. If you use that promo code locked on, they're going to give you 50% on top of that. That is a lot of opportunity to make a few extra bucks and to make a few free bucks along the way. So why not take advantage of this right now, today? Head to their website on your computer, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device. Sign up today. Receive that 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit with the promo code locked on. That's BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Final segment of today's episode of Locked On College Football. But before we let you go, make sure you check out all the other great content across the Locked On Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts. And that includes our conference shows. If you're an SEC fan, check out Locked On SEC. Big 10, head over to Locked On Big 10. And of course, we've also got Locked On Big 12 in action as well. So we're covering all the conferences. We're always growing this podcast network a little bit more by the day. So we've got your conference shows ready to go. Keep you all in the action all off season again hashtag team no off season that's where i stand i think you guys do as well so again we are talking some football and basketball schools we're trying to figure out exactly which schools are football schools and which schools are basketball schools and i've got a few more suggestions from some other hosts around the locked on podcast network uh kind of wondering where their school stands in this now aj black the host of the locked on boston college podcast you can check him out uh he wants to know where boston college fits on my scale are they a football school or are they a basketball school if i have to choose between those two i'm going to go with football school now boston college i think is in the same territory as maybe minnesota uh you know it's some other schools that are out there where they're not actually either <laughs> they're much more of a hockey school and i think aj knows this but i i would say that i'm probably going to lean more towards football because i can't you know i know i'm not the biggest college basketball guy out there but i can't for the life of me name one Boston College basketball player. I can't think of one moment involving Boston College college basketball. I can think of plenty with Boston College football. So I obviously am going to go with Boston College being a football school as far as I'm concerned. AJ, if you want to weigh in on that, let me know if I'm right or wrong. Obviously, I know the answer is hockey. But again, we're choosing between football and basketball here. John Williams from Locked on Sooners. He wants to know about Oklahoma. Where's Oklahoma fall in this? That's a pretty easy question. Oklahoma is a football school. We don't even need to spend a whole lot of time on this. Uh, Oklahoma is a football school. I'll throw in another one. Texas, they're a football school. Let's just get them out of the way because you can't mention Oklahoma without mentioning Texas. Now, I did mention Michigan earlier, and that brings me to uh, another question that was thrown my way uh, from a buddy of mine, Dave Fitzgerald, big Ohio State guy. He wants to know about Ohio State, and I should clarify that Ohio State kind of falls in the same territory as Alabama where uh, they are football schools. I know that they're having great basketball seasons, and Ohio State's really good in a whole bunch of other sports as well. But I do think it doesn't matter how successful Ohio State is having in the basketball season, how successful Alabama is. I mean, Ohio State probably looking at a number one seed right now in the upcoming tournament. Uh, Alabama looking at a number two seed as of right now. Uh, so, yeah, they're having great basketball seasons. But, yeah, they're football schools. We know that. I mean, they just played each other for the college football playoff national championship. Uh, it's not the first time they've met in the postseason either. So, yeah, we are we already know the answer to that as soon as they are mentioned but hey, we got to at least mention it and get that out of the way. So yeah, Ohio State, 
football school, Alabama football school, Clemson football school. Notre Dame's an interesting one though, right? Yeah, obviously Notre Dame is a football school, right? So we don't need to get too carried away. That one was thrown out uh, by a couple of you guys. But uh, Jude from One Foot Down, a Notre Dame blog, wants to know about Harvard. Is Harvard a football school or a basketball school? Harvard's obviously very successful in both sports, has been for a long time. Uh, Obviously, they have to go with football if you're choosing between those two. So yeah, Harvard, absolutely a football school. Obviously, they're an academic school. They're, they're not, they would probably look down upon being referred to as a football school. There's a reason they're in the Ivy League. So maybe they're not actually a football school, but they play one in the Ivy League disguise. But yeah, we all know if you have to choose between the two, I'm going with Harvard football. I'm going with Princeton basketball. Um, you know, Yale, probably football, Penn, probably basketball. Uh, so yeah, there you go. There's your little bit of Ivy League insight from yours truly, Kevin McGuire, here on the Locked On College Football Podcast. Let's get back to some of these other suggestions that you guys had, though. A couple of you guys wanted to know about Wake Forest, including Josh Neighbors of the Locked On Big 12 Podcast. You can also hear him covering the Washington Nationals on Locked On Nationals. I mean, he's all over the place right now. But he wants to know about Wake Forest, and a few others of you actually wanted to know about Wake Forest as well. So here's the thing with Wake Forest. I think right now they're obviously a football school, uh, you know, historically, probably a basketball school. I mean, it's where Tim Duncan went, right? So, yeah, I think they've got a little basketball cred in them. Uh, obviously not the way that they used to, but uh, if I had to choose between the two right now, I'm going to go football. Historically, probably basketball. This is another one of the schools where I don't really have a real strong opinion either way. So feel free to clue me in on that one as well. Uh, A few of you want to know about a couple other Pac-12 schools. California. I'm going to say football school. I have absolutely no strong opinion on that. So I'm going to go with Cal being a football school. Again, feel free to yell at me. Let me know if I'm right or wrong in my Twitter mentions. And Arizona and Arizona State. I'm going to throw these two together because I think that they're two different answers. I think Arizona is the basketball school. Arizona State is the football school. And that's because uh, Arizona historically obviously has been a very strong basketball program. Obviously not quite up to par with where they used to be and are accustomed to being. Uh, but Arizona State, I I think, is far more uh, the, the clear winner here for being a football school. Uh, Texas Tech, very interesting question. A couple of you actually mentioned Texas Tech when I asked for a request here. And obviously Texas Tech, I think... You know, what played for the national championship a couple years ago and uh, in basketball and came very close to winning it all. Uh, how about that? Uh, but Texas Tech, I think, is a good candidate to be considered a basketball school. Uh, and that's because their football program may be streaky at times, but historically speaking, it's not much to write home about. And maybe their basketball program isn't either. Maybe that's why made what made their run to the national championship game so uh, surprising when it happened. But if I'm going to go between the two, I might lean more towards the basketball. Again, that's probably the wrong answer. But again, I don't really have a really strong opinion on where Texas Tech falls on this. Let's close this conversation out with Kentucky. The Kentucky Wildcats are pretty interesting because if you think, obviously, if you think about this thing historically, the answer is easy. It's a basketball school. But have you looked to see what Kentucky is doing on the basketball court this year? Have you looked to see what Duke is doing on the basketball court this year? Not all that great this year. And I think the football programs at both schools are probably a little bit stronger footing in the past calendar year. And that's why I think when Kentucky came up, I was a little surprised. And then I had to really think about that. And it's like, yeah, obviously, we know the the easy answer historically is basketball. 
But if you look at what Kentucky has done the last few years, I think Mark Stoops has done some really good work there with the Wildcats. And uh, I do think that even though Kentucky has had some really strong points going for him on the football field in recent years, and even though Kentucky basketball has taken a step back this year, I don't see how you can go against Kentucky being a basketball school. I, I really don't. I think Kentucky football fans, they have the passion, but I think if you have to compare the two and have to choose between the two, you're going to have to twist my arm to get me to say that Kentucky is a football school. So even when things are tough for basketball, that doesn't mean that the passion is not there. I think that basketball is going to rule the day at Kentucky. I think you can say the same thing about Louisville as well. Maybe it's just something going on in that state. Same with uh, the state of Indiana, although Notre Dame is a football school. But I would love to hear the argument suggesting that Kentucky is a football school. So if you have one, hit me up on Twitter. Hit us up on Twitter. Locked on CFB on Twitter. You can find me on Twitter at Kevin on CFB. Let me know what you think about any of these schools. And if you want to continue this conversation moving forward, feel free to keep this list going. Reach out to me. I'm going to weigh in. I'm going to tell you whether your school is a football school or a basketball school. And if I give you the right answer, you're going to retweet it. And if you if I give you the wrong answer, you're going to tell me why. Because I want to learn. I want to hear what you guys have to say as well. That's what makes this so fun to do because we had a chance to reach out and have discussions with you guys, not just in this podcast audio form, but also on social media. That's why it's so great. But that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's edition of Locked on College Football. Again, we're here all week. We've got different hosts on a rotating schedule, so make sure you check it out every day to get some new, fresh content and commentary from a variety of hosts. Of course, I am Kevin McGuire. You can catch me on athlonsports.com. And, of course, you can check out my Patreon at patreon.com slash Kevin McGuire. I'm also the host of the Locked on Nittany Lions podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at KevinOnCFB. Don't forget to follow this podcast on Twitter at LockedOnCFB and check out everything we've got on the social media. We've got a lot of fun discussion all day long on that account as well. So make sure you follow it for a lot of good times and fun conversation all day long, all off-season long. Again, hashtag team no off-season. Let's make that a trending topic if we can. That'd be awesome. But, of course, we are available on all the podcasting platforms, including Radio.com and Spotify. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe, rate, and review. Thank you once again for listening. Have a great day, everybody. I'll talk to you again soon.